Oh boy, howdy, I sure am glad that Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 is coming out on today, August 13th. I sure can't wait to watch it. Wait, I don't remember anything that's happened in this. It hasn't been that long, right? Wait, it's been nine years since the last one came out? That doesn't make any sense. What have I been doing all this time? Am I an Evangelion? Oh my god! Has this ever happened to you? Hi, I'm Jeremy, the host of It's a Gundam, last time on video games, and Jumpstart Weekly. Recently, with the help of my co-host, Tyler. Hey. And Zach. Yo. We have been watching all of the Evangelion Rebuild movies. If you want to check out our coverage, you can do so on our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash lastpodcasts. But if you're cheap and don't want to pay us $5, or don't want to sit for the over nine hours of content we spent talking about those movies, and you just want to watch Evangelion 1.0 plus 3.0, or whatever they called it, without having to watch the previous movies, we're here for you. In the next 30 minutes, we'll explain everything you need to know about the Evangelion movies to enjoy with 3.0 plus 1.0. The theories, the stuff that happened, all the whining, everything. Welcome to Get in the Damn Podcast, Shinji Redux. Rebuild of Listen to the Damn Podcast. You cannot (laughs) re-listen? Yeah, that's the rule. You have to delete this podcast as soon as you're done. Oh, I was going to say you cannot afford. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess we should get right to the start, right? Because I don't want to be editing this forever. I have over three hours of uh, Of uh, (laughs) 3.0 to edit already. you mean. Yeah. Uh, That episode will be available on our Patreon on August 13th, the same day that 1.0 plus 3.0 comes out. This will probably be a few days earlier if I edit it correctly and quickly enough. So yeah, Evangelion 1.11, You Are Not Alone, is the first of the Rebuild of Evangelion movies. And if you're familiar with the series, it's basically just the first six episodes. But we're going to have to assume you're not. So there's this kid, Shinji Ikari. He has the worst dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's not physically abusive. He's just (laughs) absent most of the time. And emotionally abusive, arguably. He's negligent, for sure. He's very good at making sure any time he talks with his son, he is physically standing on higher ground. Also wearing glasses, reflecting in such a way that you can never see his eyes. So Shinji is sent for by Gendo, Shinji's dad, leads Nerve. They're in charge of the secret operation to build giant robots to stop aliens from destroying the planet. Specifically aliens called the Angels. They're very biblical. They mostly shoot cross-shaped lasers. Not for any particularly good reason, as far as I can tell. They just do that. Because cross-shaped lasers look so cool. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. The imagery is rad. I wish they did anything with it ever. Also, they have AT fields, which are force fields that make it so you can't just nuke them. Trust us, they try. A lot. Especially in the first movie. Yeah. So, Misato, the colonel of Nerve, goes to pick up Shinji. She's very fan service. She almost crashes her car like five times on the way back to Nerve, but gets him there. Before that, though, he does see a mysterious blue-haired girl in a schoolgirl outfit just in the street for a second. Rubs his eyes, and she's gone. He's like, that's weird. And that doesn't happen in the show. Yes, it does. Oh, I was going to say, that doesn't happen in the show, right. And it turns out, (laughs) yes, so cut this part. (laughs) (laughs) After some bad driving and some nuclear explosions in the distance, she gets Shinji to Nerve, where his dad is like, Hey, this is an Evangelion. It's a giant robot. Only you can pilot it. Pilot it. And Shinji's like, what the fuck? And he's like, pilot it. Or this girl that we have strapped to a girdie with a broken arm will have to pilot it. And hey, it's the girl he saw mysteriously. But she's not in a schoolgirl outfit. She's in a hospital. You know, it never (laughs) occurred to me before, but they never actually give Shinji any actual training to pilot the Nope. Uh, They do after. He does it the first time. 
So, I mean, he gets in the damn robot because he doesn't want injured girl to do it. Because she gets off of the girl and she's like, it's fine, I'm okay, I'll do it. And he's like, well, god damn it. He's very bad at it. He falls flat on his face, gets the shit kicked out of him by the fourth angel. That's different from the series. It's the third angel in the original. Gets the shit kicked out of him by it. But then the robot gets fed up and goes berserk and kills it for him. He's like, fucking my pot's an idiot. I'm going to do this myself. And then Gendo steeples his fingers. He will do this a lot. Yeah, and Fiyutsuki says we've won. Fiyutsuki is Gendo's sidekick. He's mostly just there to be confused. Basically being a yes man. So Shinji starts going to school. People at school hate him because he did so bad at Giant Robot Pilot. Half the school got blowed up. In particular, these guys named Kensuke and Toji. Toji is real mad at him because his sister was hurt in the attack. But then he fights another angel, and Kensuke is a military nerd, so they sneak out to watch, and Shinji saves them, so they all become friends. And then Toji lets Shinji punch him to make up for it. Well, yeah, that's how you become friends with somebody. You gotta it, especially in anime. Shinji tries to run away a bunch, but it doesn't take. You should really make sure that he actually knows the train schedule. At some point, doesn't Ray try to fight a robot, or fight a robot, fight an angel on her own, and then Shinji's like, I will come back because she's sacrificing herself? No, that never happens, but she does offer to, if he doesn't. Okay. So then, the sixth angel shows up, it's a giant cootie catcher that shoots a giant laser out of it. It's rad. (laughs) And then they do a spirit bomb. Yeah, well, first they send Shinji to fight it, and it immediately laser snipes him, and he screams the loudest scream. They get him back, and Yusato's like, okay, Japan built a spirit bomb cannon that puts all of the energy of Japan into a laser. We're going to snipe it with that. Ray, you're going to block for him. And that's where Shinji's like, I don't want it. And Ray's like, fine, I'll do it and die. I don't care about myself. Hey, you're going to tank Shinji your DPS. Yeah. Shinji still doesn't want to do it, though. So another departure from the show, Misato takes him to the basement and is like, hey, this is Lilith. Jeremy assumes that's the second angel, but they never actually said that in the movies, so prepare for twists. Anyway, all humans came from it, and if the angels touch it, the world will be destroyed. So that sucks. Also, though, it'll blow up Nerve HQ, so that inspires Shinji to actually get in the robot. And then he does a sniper, and because it's the end of the movie, it's an exciting climax instead of Shinji just kind of doing it. It's pretty good. Also, then he goes and pries Rei out of her giant robot and was like, hey, don't say you'll die for no good reason. That's bad, okay? Then, cut to the fucking moon, where Kaoru, remember him from the series? He's the gay guy. He's just hanging out on the moon, being like, oh man, I'm so glad I get to meet you, Shinji Akari. And the Lance of Longinus is orbiting the planet, you know, where it was at the end of the previous series, so maybe it's a time loop. Also, I think the important part of him hanging out on the moon, no spacesuit, by the way. He's just there. Well, I mean, if you remembered him from the series, you know he's not human anyway. Yeah, I forgot about him from the series before we watched this movie, so that was very confusing to me. All right, movie two. Okay, movie two. We did movie one in under 10 minutes. I almost can't believe it. So movie two, Evangelion 2.2. You cannot advance. So Shinji and his dad decide to go to his mom's grave to hang out because they haven't in a while. Shinji is real salty about it, but Misato also has dad issues and is proud of him for trying to confront them. But before they can have a moment about it, an angel attacks while they're driving to Nerve HQ. So Unit 2, the new Evangelion, gets airdropped on it. And then we're introduced to Asuka Langley Shikinami, who changed her name since the series. Good for her. She's a captain in the military, and she berates Shinji very similarly to the series, but a little bit differently. She is still very harsh on him for not helping and kind of flirty. Also, Ray's there, and she's like, ah, I don't like you. Also, Kaji shows up. I I suppose before this, actually, I forgot about Mari. Zach, you're supposed to remind me about Mari. That's your job. Sorry. I love Mari. She's great. Zach is our resident Mari fanboy. Before this, in America, the third angel wakes up. They were studying it there. 
So they activate Evangelion Unit 5, even though it's not done, and put some robot arms on it. And this new girl, Mari, fights it. She wasn't in the series, but she manages to kill it. And she's like, oh, man, I love Evangelions. It's the only way I can get off. <laughs> she is very happy to be piloting Evangelion. She likes giant robot fights, and that's her thing. Chicks dig giant robots. This lets Kaji steal a key that is like a data card with a spinal column on it. The key of Nebuchadnezzar. Yes, which he gives to Gendo the way he gave him Adam in the series. He also decides to annoy Misato. He's going to take Shinji and Asuka on a field trip after Shinji and Asuka move in together with Misato. I guess we forgot that part about the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's not super relevant. After a while. I mean, they do it in the series, too. I mean, Shinji and Masato live together because Masato is basically the mother that Shinji never got to have. Also, Shinji's mom is dead. We never mentioned that either. Except for Masato, it sometimes seems to have sexual interest in Shinji because no parent can be a good parent in Evangelion. Anyway, Asuka moves in with them. And Kaji's like, I'm going to take you guys on a field trip to this one place where they still have ocean animals. Because in this continuity, every sea creature has died and the seas are red and lifeless. They bring Ray. It's very funny when they have to decontaminate. Asuka has a motherfucking Wonder Swan because Bandai is still trying to sell them to this day for some reason. (laughs) Don't they not even make them anymore? No, they don't. You say, to this day. When did this movie come out, Jeremy? 2009. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? I I bet there's a Wonder Swan in 3.0 plus 1.0. So they go. Shinji cooks a meal for everybody. Ray says she doesn't eat meat, which upsets Asuka. But Ray does accept miso soup and is touched by this meal. She has a meal with Gendo after she goes into her clone tube and is like, hey, do you like to eating meals, Gendo? Yes. Do you like eating meals with other people, Gendo? Yes. Do you like sitting with other people, Gendo? Yes. Do you want to sit and have a meal with your son, Gendo? No. It's like I'm watching the movie. <laughs> fine. <laughs> but then he remembers that Ray is a clone of his wife and is like, oh, fine, if I have to. So Ray starts trying to learn to cook so she can cook a meal for Gendo and... Shinji? Just like she's really bad. She destroys her hand somehow. I do not well, understand how she is so bad with a knife. That's an anime thing. Have you seen anime characters in like cooking knives? Like, geez, I don't know what they're doing to need that many band-aids. Even when I'm modeling, I never need that many band-aids. And she has them like up her arm. And like, I thought at first she was cutting herself. I just, it's bit, oh no. Anyway, Asuka's doing it too. Yeah, Asuka's like, oh, I'm not going to be outdone by her. So she also tries to learn to cook. Misato gives a shit about it. It's very funny. But then it turns out that Ray has more Band-Aids and has won the Band-Aid War. Yes. They do the elevator scene from the series. Are you familiar with it? But Ray asserts herself rather than just letting Asuka hit her. And Asuka is very frustrated because it's clear to her that Ray is in love with Shinji, but it's not clear to Ray. Anyway, Evangelion Unit 4 explodes and takes out <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> Goodbye, Nevada. We knew ye Vegas well. So the U.S. is like, oh, get Unit 3 out of here. Make Japan take it. But unlike in the series, we get exposition about the Vatican Treaty, which says one nation can only have three Evangelions. Also, an angel attack, and they stopped it, but Unit 0 got beat up real bad. Anyway, they decided to temporarily decommission Unit 2 because it's not technically Japan's. Yes, and they put it in hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, where else would you store something like that? There's talk about removing the core, which may or may not be important. Anyway, it's getting closer and closer to the day of the dinner party. Asuka gets invited, and the U.S. is like, take Unit 3. And they're like, we need a test pilot for it. Let's use Toji like the series. Oh, wait, no. Let's use Asuka or Ray. And Asuka volunteers because it's the activation test will be the same day as the dinner party, and she's being nice to Ray, and Ray calls and thanks her. It's very cute. Yes. Gendo is being driven to the dinner party in a limo. Shinji is walking, hoping that Ray can cook. 
Ray is cooking, but you can tell things are going to go bad because whatever she's cooking boils over. Asuka calls Misato and they have a heart to heart conversation where they're actually like adults about it. And Asuka's like, man, I've never like borne my feelings to someone and talked to someone. And Misato's like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot teenager. There's all sorts of good things in life you're going to find out about. It, it very much sounds kind of like one of those conversations that goes, well, I'm just two days away from retirement. <laughs> it certainly does. Anyway, Evangelion Unit 3 has been absorbed by an angel. Asuka is pulled to unsafe plug depths where she may cease to be human. <laughs> and then Unit 3 explodes and Misato and Ritsuko. Remember, Ritsuko, she's a scientist at Nerve. She's Misato's friend. Friend of me are caught up in it, so only Gendo is left to take command. And as, since he's the worst dad, he does not prepare Shinji to fight an Evangelion or possibly have to kill Asuka. He just says, shoot the target, Shinji. Shoot the target. And Shinji's like, the fuck? <laughs> the hell I will. I'm so, not hurting Asuka. So they activate the dummy plug system. Did we mention the dummy plug system? It's an automated pilot that, for some reason, requires Shinji to experience emotional trauma to operate. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how Evangelion, Evangelion works. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, it wrecks Unit 3 real good, rips out its intestines with its teeth, smashes the pilot seat in its mouth. Luckily, Asuka survives to just like in a coma. Yeah, also we didn't mention, I don't think, if you're completely unfamiliar with Evangelion, that Evangelions are basically just like giant humans, right? That they put armor on? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Mari airdropped into Japan and landed on Shinji in the most anime way possible. And then said, hey, don't tell anyone I'm here, okay, kid? Also, you smell good. <laughs> <laughs> After taking out the uh, Evangelion unit three, Shinji's like, I'm going to go hold up my dad hostage. Yeah. Shinji's like, fuck you, dad. I have a giant robot. And his dad is like, I don't have time to deal with my son. Kill him with pressure and then throw him in the brig. So Shinji's like, fuck you. I quit. And Gendo's like, bye. I have a dummy plug now. I don't need you. So Shinji is on the last train out of Tokyo three when the 10th angel attacks. Asuka is in a coma, but Mari somehow gets into hell, gets Ava Unit 2, either puts the core back in or puts a new core in, and leaves with it. Unfortunately, she only does slightly better than Asuka did against this angel during the series. She does activate Berserk Mode on purpose, though. Yeah, she has the 666 secret backdoor code that lets her activate Berserk Mode on purpose, which Ritsuko says can also make her not be human anymore. Plug depth. Yes. Anyway, she gets blasted into the shelter Shinji's in and is like, hey, Shinji, you should run. Here, let me show you what the whole the headquarters currently looks like. It's a blasted hellscape. Ray shows up in Unit Zero with one arm, grabbing a nuclear bomb with her and tries to use her AT field and her Ava to negate the enemies and shove it in there. It does not work. The angel eats Ava Unit Zero with Ray in it from the ankles up and transforms into a giant Ray, which Misato says is bad because the self-destruct will not work for Ray. It is too close a human to be an angel now or something. So Shinji mans up, tells his dad he's the pilot of Unit 1. They try to use the dummy plug system, but Gendo's wife is actually the robot, and she's like, no, you were meeting to our son. I'm not going to be a giant robot for you, Gendo. You also missed the important part where Shinji was so assertive it almost made Gendo gasp. His eyes widened slightly. <laughs> Shinji, without a plug suit, boards Unit 1. He has a rad fight with the 10th Angel where he slams it onto the launch catapult and forces it to launch. He punches it in headquarters. That's great. Yep. He loses an arm, but is otherwise beating the shit out of it when he runs out of power. So they're like, well, this sucks. But then he starts turning into a god and gets an angel halo and laser eyes. And uh, a new arm. Yes, and a new laser arm that he can also shoot like a gravity beam. It's pretty rad. Misato tells him to Shonen higher, 
while Ritsuko talks about how he's pl- plug depth and he might also <laughs> no longer be human. <laughs> but he's plug depthing. <laughs> he sees Ray. It may be a metaphor. It may not. And lifts her out of the angel. It may be a metaphor or may not. She took his cassette player because he threw it away when he ran away. That's it's, important. It was later. symbolic. And anyway, Ritsuko's like, cool, cool shonening. Also, this is going to destroy all life and create new life, so that's bad. Also, Evangelion Unit 1 has become a god, and Yutsuki and Gendo do a high five. It's okay, though, because a spear comes from the moon. Hey, it's Evangelion Unit 6. That wasn't in the series. It's piloted by Kaoru, who promises to give Shinji true happiness. I think he says something to the effect of, I'll make you smile this time, winky face. (laughs) Eggplant emoji. (laughs) Anyway, next time on Evangelion, ignore all that. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably it happens at some point in between the movies. Yes, yeah, so nothing on the next time ever gets shown on screen. So Besides in the next time. Yeah, besides when it is shown on screen. All right, so that brings us to Evangelion 3.33. You cannot you, redo. You cannot redo. Cut to space. There's lots of thruster noises and mission control. And hey, Asuka's in space. She's got an eye patch now. She's space pirate Asuka. She tries to get a giant cross satellite, but is attacked by something similar to an angel that is not an angel. She yells at Shinji to help her, and a giant laser beam comes out of the satellite. Also, Mari was there too, but she didn't get high enough in the atmosphere. It's okay. She did fire her gun a couple of times. She sniped or something. Mari continues to be the best. She's just great. (laughs) Mari's just happy to be here. Cut to Shinji on a gurney, strapped down with a bunch of people pointing machine guns at him, showing him pictures of himself and asking who it is. And a cute girl walking alongside. Yep, yes. we did call her cute girl for like half of the episode, so. Yep, they take him to the bridge where Colonel Katsuragi got a haircut and a promotion. And a sweet steampunk outfit. And a hat. <laughs> well, that's part of the sweet steampunk outfit. You can't have one without a hat. And Ritsuko just shaved her head. <laughs> and yeah, got she, a parka. She looks very resistance fighter. Anyway, Misato's like, hey, is that Shinji? And they're like, uh, yeah, we think so. And she's like, great, don't tell him anything. You're useless, Shinji. We're putting this collar on you. It will explode if you do anything wrong. Go away. But then they're attacked, and she's like, we are going to attack back. And it turns out they're on a giant battleship that is also Evangelion and like a person. And they just took Unit 1 from space to plug it into the power source so they could use this. (laughs) They send Ava Unit 2 to go ignite the spark plug. Yep. And say, hey, it's time to find out if this ship is capable of deicide. Turns out it is, because they kill a bunch of drone things. Also, Asuka's just badass now. She's definitely accepted her position as cool Eva pilot. That's just her job now. So cut to an interrogation room where they put Shinji. And Ritsuko's like, okay, we don't need you. You can't sync with Unit 1 anyway. Your rating was 0%. But we put that choker on you to stop you anyway. Because you could destroy the world. Also, it's been 14 years. Yeah, he's like, also, cute girl, tell him your name. He's like, hi, I'm Toji's older sister. Younger sister. uh, Yeah, you're right. Hi, I'm Toji's younger sister. And he's like, don't you mean older sister? And she's like, no, it's been 14 years, Shinji. The 14 is important because that is the time between first impact and the series. So it's been the same length between movie two and movie three. Interesting. Shinji is like, please tell me anything. Did I save Rei? And they're like, no, Rei does not exist anymore. And then Rei starts saying, hey, Shinji. Oh, you forgot about Asuka trying to punch through the glass. Standing over him physically because not enough people have done that in this movie yet. And her awesome hat. And her awesome hat, which we never see again. I'm really sad about. I feel to like be everyone fair, just. They were busy every other time in the movie. Everyone just detected the wheelie because they have better headgear options cosmetically. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just two factions in an MMO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no one's on Nerve. Because Nerve doesn't have any hats. Yeah. 
I mean, they get the Jordy LaForge visor. You'd think someone would be into that. But Well, yeah, Gendo, obviously. <laughs> anyway, Ray starts immediately telepathically be like, hey, Shinji, tell me where you are. And he's like, well, no one here will answer me, so I'm here, Ayaname. And a Evangelion that looks like Unit Zero, but is Unit Nine, punches its way into the ship. And, and says, come with me if you want to live. So Shinji jumps on the hand. Mari is deployed to stop it and shoots off its head. She calls it the Vessel of the Atom, which is interesting. In the original series, Atom was the first angel. But in this series, all we've seen is four beings of light at uh, second impact that were called atoms. So speculation is some of the Evangelions were made from them, maybe. Also, we get a ton more jargon. Apparently, Gendo's king of the Lillen in this. So anyway, Ray takes Shinji to Nerve Headquarters, which is now a shithole that looks like it got end of Evangelion. And there are three people there. Ray, who gets a shower curtain. I'm sorry, four people. Fiyutsuki, who looks even more haggard than before. Gendo, who has decided that he told his son too much the last time they spoke and he will never <laughs> tell him anything again. And is upgraded from glasses to Jordy LaForge visor. For no discernible reason. It's, it's never future. explained. <laughs> As Shinji leaves, cute girl says, hey, it's cool if you want to leave, but never pilot an Evangelion what, again. Well, don't pilot no more Evas. <laughs> so Shinji sees a giant womb that has the number 13 on it and is like, hey, is that an Ava? And Gendo's like, yes, you will pilot it with this boy. And we get a spotlight on Kaoru. And he's like, piano boy. And Kaoru's like, hi, Shinji, let's be best friends because no one else will talk to you even remotely on your level. They play piano and friendship. And friendship very hard. An an unknown amount of time passes. Shinji gets really good at piano. Yes. Uh, Anyway, Shinji eventually gets a shirt, though, that has his friend's name on it. And he's like, oh, that implies he's dead. I don't like that. Okay, Kaoru, what happened? And Kaoru's like, okay, well, we're in the sky now. Let me show you that all of humanity is dead. And maybe it's your fault because you triggered near third impact when you became a god. And third impact is what did all this. Notice the near in one of those sentences. Yep. Uh, Anyway, if we get these two cool spears, Shinji, we can remake the world. And that would be good, right? And that's what we're going to do with Eva Unit 13. So they pilot a cool double Eva. Yep. It needs two souls so it can grab two spears, so it has two entry plugs. So Kaoru and Shinji get in it. But first, Kaoru's like, hey, that BDSM choker looks better on me. Let me take it. There's no headgear here, but that's close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then they descend a wall made of Eva flesh. Without heads. Yep, with no heads. Nothing has a head. Into a cavern of skulls. Yep. Also, Rei comes, but Shinji has realized that's not the Rei he knew, and she has no personality. He's like, oh, why is she here? Uh, and Kaoru's like, ah, she's just here for backup. And Shinji's like, we can take them if they show up. And then Asuka shows up and starts beating the crap out of him and calling him a bratty idiot for thinking he can save the world and telling him, hey, if you want to help, just don't do anything. Please stop helping. And Shinji's like, you know what? I shone in really hard last movie and ignores her advice. So Shinji fights Asuka while Kaoru is in the thinking pose. And because Shinji's- the spears aren't what they're supposed to be. Yeah, and Kaoru specifically says, hey, Shinji, maybe don't. Yeah, let's not do this. I think we're going to activate your dad's trap card. Meanwhile, Mari and Ray are bantering at each other. Also, you get an excellent shot of Mari's cockpit that is just full of discarded energy drink containers. It's great. <laughs> because Mari is the best. Ray starts slowly becoming a person through her interactions with Mari, but it's a very slow process. Shinji eventually manages to run Asuka out of power. She has a spare battery, but it takes her a while to get in. So Shinji manages to pull out the spears. Everybody's like, don't pull out the spears. Including like, Karu is telling him, don't pull out yeah, the spears. Including his co-pilot. He's like, gonna pull out the spears. And he does. And so anyway, Ava Unity in Unit 13 starts turning into a god. as a giant doom halo the size of the sky. So Misato rams it with her new battleship. 
<laughs> well, what would you do? Well, we also, uh, Unit 6 was down there. Didn't they pull the spears out of it? Yeah, that's true. Unit 6, uh, they pulled the spears out of Lilith. Unit 6 had stabbed it into them. Okay. Also, Lilith's head was Ray now, and in Nerve headquarters. Yeah, in a different room. Also, both Lilith and the giant Ray head explode. Yep. And into a lot of blood. ate the, uh, the core for Unit 6. Oh, did we mention when angels die, they explode into a lot of blood? Yes. I don't think we mentioned that. And it was not actually the core for Unit 6. It was the core for the 12th angel that was hiding in Unit 6. Ah, uh, okay, okay, my bad. So apparently to become a god, you have to kill an angel. And they imply that Evangelion 13 must also be a straggler atom of some sort to become a god. Whatever that means. I mean, my theory is that Unit 1, 9, and 13 were made out of atoms rather than Lilith, which the other units were made out of. But that's pretty conjectury and very jargony. Anyway, Unit 9 jumps on the ship and they're like, oh no, Adam was this ship's original master. It's hacking in. But then Asuka gets her power back and jumps on it and beats it up. Also, Ray can't control her Ava anymore because the dummy, a new version of the dummy plug has taken over. She asks what Ray would do, and Asuka says, I don't know, what are you going to do? Before Ray ejects, and Asuka uses code 777 now to activate beast mode. But that's still not strong enough, and she has to self-destruct. And eject, and they both work. Yep. It's a goddamn miracle. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kaori's like, well, you fucked up, Shinji, but I am a Jesus figure who represents unconditional love, so I'll fix it. We will Pop. meet... <laughs> yeah, but Pop goes the Kauru. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different Pop from the series. His collar explodes. But right before, he's like, we will meet again, Shinji, and then he explodes. Whether that is because he thinks he's going to loop again, and this is a loop, like was implied in the first movie, or because Kauru's like, eh, death ain't the end, is questionable. Been he, there, done that. He also talks a bit about the mimetic afterlife, which, if you're not familiar, is the idea that you live on until the last person who met you forgets you. And talks about how that was true for Shinji when he didn't actually die. He was just gone for 14 years. Anyway, Mari makes Shinji eject, and we see a picture of Kaoru waving goodbye as Shinji ejects from Unit 13, which lands somewhere. And then Asuka breaks him out of the pod and was like, God damn it, Shinji, get on your feet. We have a desert to cross. Also, Ray's there. And also, Asuka's like, man, we got to get somewhere where the Lilin can find us. Oh, also, Asuka hasn't aged at all in those 14 years. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's and important. Neither is Mari. It's implied because their plug death was too deep. They just say the curse of the Avas, which does imply that. Yeah, whatever the curse of the Ava means. And Asuka says, we ought to go somewhere where the Lilin can save us, which is what Kaoru calls humans because of the descendants of Lilith, implying that she does not see herself as human anymore. And that's everything you need to know to watch Evangelion 3.1 plus 1.1. 1. 1.0. They'll add point ones and threes later. I'll yeah, be right I'll eventually. Avoid. It'll be 4.44 in some it, way. It's going to be 3.33 plus 2.22 minus 1.11. <laughs> but that implies that you can... I already forgot what the first one is. You can fuck up, Shinji. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Evangelion 4.44, you cannot fuck up. <laughs> uh, anything I forgot? Mari is the best. Yeah, no, I actually think there was a surprisingly comprehensive synopsis of those three movies. For and, going as fast as it was. Yeah. <laughs> a- any important theories? We got time loop. Time loop. I, I feel like I hit on time loop. Oh, uh, Oscar has an eye patch now. It glows blue sometimes when she's fighting angels. So some people think she has an angel sealed in her eye. Yeah, fair. Let's see here. Still don't know what happened to Kaji. No. Kaji's missing. All of Shinji's friends are missing. Yep. Um, although it's implied that uh, some sort of giant Eva transformation happened during Third Impact. Yeah, there like a, a bunch whole... of people turned into Evas, maybe. Yeah. There are a whole bunch of new people on the bridge in, a- in 3.33. 
Yeah, there's pink hair pouty lips. She's very cute. Yeah, so say none of them really matter, though. It's fine. How dare you say that about my waifu pink hair pouty lips? <laughs> <laughs> you even have a name? Pink hair pouty lips. <laughs> so in the future, everybody's name is just based on their appearance. What do you think is going to happen in the fourth movie, Zach? You, I know you you said oh, in the crap. in the th- what? How do you even begin to answer the question, what is going to happen in the fourth Evangelion rebuild movie? I think it's well, going to end up just being a situation where Shinji, Asuka, and Rei have to make a choice as to how the universe or how the world is going to progress. They're going to end up in the Mass Effect 3 room. Are, three yeah, are they going to loop again or are they going to move forward or something else? Oh, I was going to say it's just the end of a uh, Shinten game where they have to choose to kill God or not. Or become the devil or something. I don't know. Shinten. Does that bonkers. mean the original persona, the original Evangelion, was a Persona game, and now the rebuild of Evangelion is the Shinten game because they <laughs> fucked up? No, Zach. The alternate universe where it's a high school was about to become a Persona game. We just didn't get that far in it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Evangelion, the rebuild movies. It's bonkers, uh, and that's everything you need to know. You can watch them on Amazon Prime if you desire. Starting August 13th, all th- four will be available if you have that service. More importantly, www.patreon.com slash lastpodcasts. You can get our episodes on the rebuilt movies, which are much longer than this and have jokes. <laughs> I legit like these movies also. I wasn't expecting to. And I'm not really an Evangelion guy, but I actually quite like these movies too. I consider this the best format to consume Evangelion, even though they are not the show or re- remotely related. To, well, they're kind of related to the show. I mean, they're pretty related to the show. Yeah, that is fair. I feel like if I hadn't watched both, I wouldn't like either as much. It's kind of along the same lines as uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Final Fantasy VII remake was definitely taking cues from Rebuild of Evangelion. In the way that Final Fantasy VII was taking cues from Evangelion. <laughs> yeah, anything else we want to say about it? Odd! Oh, wait. I'm ready to watch this movie now. Thanks, Blast Podcast. I forgot my good joke in the intro. I was going to say Tyler, a person who doesn't remember Evangelion, and Zach, a person who doesn't like Evangelion, but willingly paid for fan fiction of it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't argue with this, and I want to. In the next 40 minutes, in the next 50 minutes, in the next 60 minutes...